right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Comedy Castle podcast. I am Joel Fragamani. Another Comedy Castle podcast. Another fun week at the Comedy Castle. Come on. This is quite a week. This is a fun show today. We got we got Eric Newman joining us. Eric is a special event uh, coming up, and we'll tell you all about the schedule and what's going on with that. Actually, we'll just go to the schedule right now. How about we do that? And then we'll tell you about Eric Newman. Actually, we'll t- let's tell you who's coming to the club. We mentioned it last week. Caleb Heron is there Wednesday the 19th. So if you're listening to this, it may be Wednesday the 19th already. And there's just a few tickets left. So go over to ComedyCastle.com and get those tickets for Caleb. Uh, funny dude. And uh, a rising star in comedy for sure. You're going to want to see Caleb. It's one show at 730. And then this weekend, we've got Nick Mullen. Who, um, you know, I, I I tried to get Nick on the show. I really did. Uh, I researched Nick and found out what his uh, career was like and what his comedy was like because he was uh, I was unfamiliar with Nick. What a dude! What a uh, he's out there. It's a different it's a different kind of comedy. But man, big following for Nick. Those tickets are going fast this weekend. It's five shows. Thursday at 7.30 p.m., that's the 20th, the 21st, Friday at 7.15 and 9.45, and then Saturday, the 22nd of July at 7 p.m. and 9.30. And Nick is, man, he's, uh, well, let's just put it to you this way. Nick, (laughs) how can I, it's hard to describe his comedy, but I will tell you that Nick did, uh, uh, was known, I guess, most famously, for a podcast called Come Town, C-U-M Town. And uh, unfortunately, the Come Town podcast, uh, the, the guys broke up. They stopped working together. At least one of them did. Uh, and uh, disappointing lots of people, apparently. This Come Town podcast is a big deal. And uh, But Nick, you know, Nick has been described as sort of a... a, a I've, I saw this on Reddit. I was reading a thread about Nick Mullen. They said he's he's co- comparable to a modern day, uh, a modern day Norm McDonald. Does that make sense? I don't know. Norm was so unique and weird, and Nick is uh, too, from what I've seen of him. But I really enjoyed Nick's stuff, so it's going to be a fun weekend at the Comedy Castle. Uh, should also mention that if you come to the Comedy Castle this weekend, I think I say this without. Uh, any reservation whatsoever, I can say this officially. You will see my face at Mark Ridley's Comedy Castle starting on Wednesday for Caleb's show and through uh, all those shows with Nick this weekend. I will be back working the door, seating people, starting the show, doing all the stuff I used to do. And, of course, teaching class. Got a great new comedy class. Yeah, I should mention that. We had a great group started last Saturday, and uh, including a father-daughter taking the class together. Yeah, father daughter. That's I don't think I think me and my dad would ever take a comedy class together. And if I had a daughter, I don't know if I'd want to take a comedy class with her. But they're doing it and it, it's fun. They're talented people. Lots of good folks in the new advanced comedy class. And again, if you want to take a comedy class at the Comedy Castle, go to comedycastle.com. Uh, the information is up there if you call the club at 248-542-9900. 
Uh, they'll tell you how you can sign up and when the next ones are scheduled. I've got two sessions scheduled uh, before the end of the year for the advanced comedy class. And uh, Comedy 101 with Bill Bouchard starts about every five or six weeks. So uh, get on that. Get on the classes. And, uh, yeah, so, you know, Nick Mullen, doing my research about Nick, even though I never got to interview him, uh, uh, talking to Eric Newman, and we'll talk more about Eric in a second, and even thinking about uh, last week's interview uh, uh, that we had there with Will Burkhart, uh, made me think about how comedy has changed. And it really has. And you'll hear uh, in this interview with Eric how we talk about, you know, Eric did The Tonight Show. And uh, Eric has done all this social media and TikTok and that and which one he thought was more important. I'm sort of spoiling a, a point of the interview, but basically, in Eric's opinion, uh, social media is the way to get famous. And when I look at what uh, Nick Mullen has done in his career, even Caleb Heron, and of course, uh, Will Burkhart last week, uh, and really just in the course of a couple of weeks, we're seeing all of these guys uh, girls as well, uh, you know, they're just not on the schedule right now, but uh, with female comedians doing this as well, really using social media to get famous. And if I was going to make any kind of declaration on this show, I think I can safely make the declaration that social media is probably the way to get famous doing comedy now. And I wouldn't have said that even maybe a year ago. I wouldn't have said that. But now it's social media. And it could have maybe not even been television or late night television because it might have been podcasting. It, it, that could have been the thing there for a number of years. But now I think it's social media. And um, like I said, the, the talent that we've uh, showcased at the Comedy Castle is really bring that uh, bring that uh, to the forefront. And, and as I speak to these guys, that's what I'm hearing. And that's we're seeing people showing up. Uh, because of people's social media uh, platforms. It's, it's, uh, and, and, you know, some people may say, well, that's not, you know, you need a gatekeeper. You need the Tonight Show. Uh, you need network television or HBO or Netflix even to say, let's filter these out. Show us who the best people are. And these comics are saying, no, let's just give it to the people. And if they like it, they'll come. And that's a good thing. And, and I... Uh, you know, I've been in the business for 25 years. I'm, I'm over 50 years old now. And when I think about uh, the comedy that I liked as a kid, you know, it really was a, a drip feed of breaking out one or two comics a year on HBO. And you had Late Night uh, who would, would introduce you to a couple new people, but usually the same people over and over. And um, certainly if I was a, a teenager, if I was the age I was... When I started watching comedy and we had so much comedy on YouTube and social media. Now, that's exactly what I would be doing is following these people on social media. So I can I can give no fault. I cannot say to anyone maybe that is my age or older that's been around the business or even as a fan, been a fan of comedy or attending live comedy for that many years that. You know, this is better. Uh, this is worse than it used to be. Not at all. I don't pine away for the old days. I think, you know, uh, time marches on. And um, I think that uh, the comedians you're seeing now, uh, you know, yeah, some of these guys, you know, they, they, they might flame out. You know, the, the name Matt Reif will come up in this interview with Eric uh, that you're going to hear. And Matt sold all these tickets for this nationwide tour. You can't even hundreds of thousands of dollars to see Matt Reif do comedy. This guy was a club comic. He was doing one nighters two years ago. 
And now you can't even buy a ticket to see them. And it's lo- it's largely crowd work clips on social media or YouTube. Um, and maybe Matt, this is as popular as Matt Reif will ever be. <laughs> and the same for the guys we just mentioned that are coming to our club. But that's not a bad thing. And if they're not talented and if they're not people that uh, the mainstream audiences embrace and they don't uh, sell a lot of tickets, maybe they don't come back to the Comedy Castle or whatever venue they're at now. Uh, things just tend to work themselves out that way. Uh, but don't don't fear these guys. I've been uh, pleasantly entertained by uh, some of these guys, so including Eric Newman. Let's let's go back to Eric. He is my interview this week. Eric's show is actually uh, on July 30th. So that is, uh, as I'm recording this, a week from Sunday. It's at 7 p.m. And again, you can get your tickets over on ComedyCastle.com. Eric was on the show last October. Uh, He did a one, I think he did a Wednesday night last October. And Tom McCarthy interviewed him on this show. And uh, he was uh, cool enough to come back and talk to me. And, and a real nice talk with Eric. Uh, you know, he again, we talked about this whole using social media to build your audience. We talked about how he did the Tonight Show and the difference between that and uh, what social media got him. He'll tell you about selling out the Gramercy Theater, which is a big deal for a boy from New York like Eric is. Um, we talk about Eminem. <laughs> Because, yeah, people from outside Detroit, they want to know about Eminem. And I got a good story for him about that. And uh, what else did we talk about? Lots of cool stuff. He, he's, he's made a docu-series uh, based upon a lot of his crowd work material that he released. And a lot of these guys, too. That's the other thing. The pandemic. The pandemic. People were watching social media. And these guys could go through their tapes, put clips on social media. And now they're, you know, a couple years you know, it was 2020 when the pandemic hit. Comedy really didn't come back till really late 21. And uh, some of these guys are bigger than they've ever been. Due to social media, due to the pandemic. Um, and really working, uh, working the thing of, of uh, having the cameras at the club. That's another thing we see tons and tons of at the Comedy Castle. Everybody recording their sets. Multiple cameras. Um, so yeah, I learned a lot from Eric. Good dude. New Yorker. Second time at the club in less than a year. We'll talk about some, uh, some, some cool stuff, uh, that happened at the club the last time he was there. And I think he makes me a little bit of a promise about something he's going to do for me, but I don't think you're going <laughs> to, I really hope he doesn't do that. Let's just say that. Anyway, Eric Newman, let's fire that up for you right now. All right. Well, let's welcome to the show, Mr. Eric Newman. Hey, Joel. How are you? I'm doing good. This is your second appearance on this podcast in less yep. than a year. Now, you you actually talked to Tom McCarthy last time, though. Not I me. did talk to Tom. I remember. I missed Tom. Tom, that said he was done with me, huh? <laughs> well, Tom's, Tom, was Tom, Tom was done with the show after doing it for years and years. And oh, uh, what it was is... And, I- my, and my appearance was what drove him to retirement. <laughs> Tom's a Tom's got all kind of like he's got a really cool day job. He's making lots of money. He's like, Joel, you take over because I was always like the guy who produced the show and made it uh, like did the website and and edited the audio and all that stuff. 
And he yeah, goes, yeah, yeah. He goes, why don't you just do the whole thing from here on out? I said, you know what? I can do that. All right. If I find out that he uh, that for the next guest he's back from retirement, I'm gonna know something's up, man. Yeah, I had I'm enough. Know that, something's up. Had enough of that Newman guy, Joel. You try. <laughs> you try with him. I couldn't get anything out of him. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna get lots of. Well, first of all, congratulations on being back. You know, uh, I mean, less than a year, you're back at the Comedy Castle, and and that doesn't happen for a lot of people. So, congratulations, dude. I I love that room and. Uh, and that was one of my favorite shows on the tour. Yeah. And uh, and and there was some wild shit that took place that last <laughs> show, man. It was really was, man. Some dude in the front row, you know, because I'm going all over the country now yeah. figuring out like how insane these people are. And some dude <laughs> in the front row had a uh, had a picture of my right. face on his shirt. Yeah. And uh, did you hear about that? Well, I was at the show for one. Oh, yeah, I work in the showroom and I like do the uh, the voice of God and all that stuff. So that's right. Yeah, that's Joel. me. Oh, I, God, I, I didn't. Forgot, I, I know I should have brought that up before we started the interview. But I was reliving that on your Instagram today. Those clips yeah, with yeah, the shirt yeah, yeah. with your face. And uh, that, that was dude, wild. Dude. That dude made his own shirt, huh? So weird, man. I'm I'm actually really shocked that I'm still alive for this podcast, man. I really am. I'm so shocked. Well, I the hope that this dude hasn't killed me yet is well, insane. He'll have another opportunity coming up soon, I guess. Yeah, he's, uh, he's coming back. He's coming back. We can, you know, we know, you know, since you recorded that show on video, we know what the guy looks like. We can stop him. <laughs> I don't think you're. I don't think you're as committed to that as as making sure that people okay. get. Uh, Get their two drink minimum, no, man. I gotta be do, honest. Do you remember Bill that works at the door with me? The big yeah, biker yeah, yeah, dude. Yeah, of course. Bill will stop. Yeah. The, Bill will have a great time stopping that guy from coming in. Oh yeah, right. Oh, Bill, <laughs> nobody's fucking with Bill, dude. Exactly. Nobody's fucking exactly. with Bill. Exactly. No, but that was cool, yeah. man. I mean, that I can't. You know, because I've done comedy for twenty some years, man. I, no one ever yeah. made a shirt like on their own of me or their face or nothing. I, that's amazing, dude. I'm gonna wear a shirt of your face on stage. <laughs> Please do. That's what I'm doing, dude. Pick a thin one, maybe. I don't know. Depends how big's your shirt. I don't know. I go up and down, Eric. I'm not gonna lie, but uh, <laughs> all good, baby. Uh, it was cool. Good. It's cool to to talk to you. I mean, it's one of the things I was excited to talk to you because I'd seen you before. Because when I went, I don't know the comedian. Sometimes I I feel like I got I hold back a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, no. Do whatever you need to do, baby. <laughs> Listen, make make crude comments to me. Make make sexual passes. Whatever you need to do. I dude. won't I don't, be doing I don't, I don't that, man. I'm, I'm open for everything. I won't be doing that, man. But New York is, and that's where you're from, right? New York City. That's where I'm standing right now, baby. Nice. That's my uh, that's my home turf. It's where my home club, the Comedy Cellar, is. Yeah. You know, it's um, it's uh, it's where I spend all my uh, days in between on the road. Yeah. You know, um. And uh, and yeah, that's this is where I, this is where I started, and 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 I love I love coming back, yeah. um, you know when I'm when I'm not traveling to just work out new stuff, and and you know, I'm, I'm enjoy, I enjoy it here. I love it here. Great. No, I mean I love New York. I went to NYU for a semester and had a good oh, time nice, back in the nineties. Nice. Yeah. But um, one thing about like starting in the New York City comedy scene was that challenging for stage time or getting another like. You know, I would be like intimidated if I was a brand new comic and I was on shows with like famous people. Like, I think that yeah, would yeah, sort yeah. of freak me out. Dude, it was. um, Yeah, it was. Uh, I mean, oh, man, New York, it's like crazy, man. I, I can't even imagine like, you know, when I meet when I meet, uh, you know, like comics who are just starting out in New York. I can't mm. even imagine reliving that grind, man. I mean, it was like day in, day out clubs, bars. Yeah. you know, not really clubs at first, but a lot of bars and shitty yeah. you know open mics and whatever and bring your shows and 
And uh, not that everything isn't a bringer show. That's the thing. It's like, <laughs> it's like you're doing bringer shows. I'm like, what do you call like a weekend in Detroit? Yeah, that's a bringer show. You got to bring. Yeah. So it's like, you know, um, but but man, the grind was real. And uh, and there was no social media. Like I, I, it's crazy at 35 years old how I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm speaking old. But like there was no there was no social like even yeah. like it wasn't it was all about your chops on stage. And it was like, you know. And it was tough, man. I mean, like, you know, all the guys I came up with, you know, a lot of them are really killing it. And uh, and and, you know, it's always I've always been inspired by that. And it, it's made me work harder. Um, but yeah, man, it's 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 the grind is crazy in New York. And and that's what still makes it, I think, you know, by far the best scene. I know I know Austin's making a run now yeah. and uh, and L.A.'s obviously been, you know, mm -hmm. I, I don't like the L.A. scene as much personally. But, uh, you know, obviously L.A. is a good scene. But. But New York is, I mean, this is where you really grind it out. Yeah. And because what they always say about L.A., and I have no experience of doing comedy in L.A., is like the L.A. comedy scene, it's not just the comics you're competing with. It's every wannabe actor and, uh, you know, somebody's yep. agent says, why don't you go try stand up for a while? You know, exactly. You're yeah, not yeah. Working. Well, why don't you do the hackiest shit on stage in the middle <laughs> of the show in the best spot? And and kind of get laughs because the audience is uneducated about as uneducated and as uneducated about comedy as the <laughs> actual comics are. Um, but that's not everybody. But I feel like that's a lot of people. I feel like it's like a lot of like just industry who are like, oh, he's good looking, you know. Yeah. Um, but 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 yeah. Um, yeah. New, New York's New York's where you really, really nurture the craft and and uh, and try to, you know. And just try to be as good as you can. And well, that's what I love about this scene. And I think one thing also that I hear said, and I agree with it, is when you work with good people, you get better a little more quickly. Oh, dude. Yeah. The seller man, like like day in, day out is just just like the best comics. Yeah. And uh <laughs> and even the young guys, man, it's like when I first got in there, because I've been working there like five years now, and and again, like most nights I'm in the city, I'm there. But you know, at first when I got there, and this is how quickly like comedy has shifted in the last five years. But like when I first got there, it was like still kind of like a, a little bit of a smaller operation and a little bit more of a closed club. Mm -hmm. Cause it was like, you know, like the Atels and the Godfrey's were still taking up like most of the spots. Um, but, but now there's like a young crop of comic, like comics in their, in their late twenties, you know, thirties who are, who are killers, like fucking yeah. killers. So, even just like that, like, like, and, and the, and the guys who are like, you know, the legendary guys, like the Atels and the Godfrey's are now, the, you know, they have to compete with, mm -hmm. and, and, you know, obviously you can't take anything away from Atel's legacy or Godfrey's uh -huh. legacy, but like the comics like that, just as an example, now have to compete with like the younger crop of comics who are up and coming and, and who are killing it. And, you know, so, so it's just, it's just changed. And, um, and yeah, I mean, these guys are like, I mean, it's very it's very normal for a guy like a younger guy on the lineup now to have the best set of the night because okay. it's just audiences have changed. The things that are like things are more relevant, you know, a, a lot of times like you're able to like relate to because most of the people who come. I mean, there's like a mix of ages, obviously, but like right. a lot of the people who come to the cellar are people in their 20s and early 30s. And like, I think that a lot of times, you know. Um, on a lineup, you know, you can have a comic who just is more that age demo who just like relates to them more and yeah. can have the best set. 
And, you know, and, 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 and sometimes there'll be a guy like Colin Quinn on the lineup. Okay. Who, yeah. Who, who's, who's a genius. Yeah. who I think is one of the best comics ever. And, and, but it's just, it's just, just shit has changed, man. You know, like trends are so important right, now. Right. It was never like that. Yeah. It was, it was who just made people laugh. Now it, there's like so many other aspects to, to why things are relatable and why things are funny to people. So, and, and also, and I'm, I'm like the most anti, like, you know, <laughs> I'm I'm anti PC, but I think I'm more anti complaining about anti PC. Okay. And uh, or complaining about PC culture. So like, I, you know, I, I think also just like accepting the world for what it is now, and socially like sort of what's acceptable and what's not. I think is like a huge part of like staying relevant and 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 uh, you know and growing. Yeah, well, the, because yeah, social media you know, helps you because that's what people know versus, uh, you know, people that were on television in the 90s. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. And, and it's weird. It's like, you know, a lot of these, you know, guys who have been doing it for 30, 35 years, they pushed back very hard on social media and said, like, well, I'm not doing that. I'm not putting yeah. on clips, you know. And then all of a sudden you see like Jezelnik just like posting clips and you're mm -hmm. like and, 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 and just a lot of the older guys and, mm -hmm. and you're like, you're like, yeah, you're not going to beat the system. Like you can go on a million podcasts <laughs> or go yeah. on stage and talk about how, she, how like it's not fair or how it like doesn't matter, but it just does. And I yeah. think we need to acknowledge that. And, and like, and, and to be honest with you, dude, like, you know, I had, I had like this ascension in the pandemic from like mm -hmm. 2020 to like 2021, early 2022 where like I had just in sort of an explosion on social um, on, you know, TikTok and Instagram, whatever. And then I started slowing down because everybody started doing it. And I felt yeah. like I was affected. And, and, and for a while it was like consuming my, <laughs> my day and fucking up my mood and, yeah. and whatever. And then I was like, no, you can't, you can't control everything. And, and you could, you just have to sort of just like do your best and, and try to like, you know, navigate through, you know, whatever it is. And so, so that's, that's sort of where I am now. And I'm, I'm making my, you know, second, third run, you know, run around the country now, um, you know, with sort of my new fan base and, uh, and, you know, it's, it's, it's been fun, man. I've, I've, I really, I really love it. And certain markets, I, I kill it in and other markets I need a lot of work in and, uh, and, you know, and, and certain, and the time of year, it makes a difference and everything's, yeah, yeah. there's just, you know. And so, you know, I, I you know, I, I just sold out Gramercy Theater in New York, nice. which is big for me, which is big for me. Fantastic. Um, so almost 500 seats. And, you know, and and w that was huge for me. But then, you know, I didn't sell well in Cleveland. So, I mean, it, it just it, it just Fucking everything's Cleveland. different. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I really wanted to go there, honestly, because like, yeah. oh, people talk about how Cleveland's pretty yeah. cool or whatever. But so that's not happening this time around. But, um, yeah, Joel, it's uh, it's. It's definitely a grind, and the grind never stops. It just changes. Yeah. Um, and uh, but I'm enjoying, it, man. I, you know, this is this is what I've always wanted to do. So I kind of, when I get find myself being really like frustrated or stressed out, I just look back and go, "This is what you wanted, and you got it." Yeah. So be You're happy, and well, uh, and I'm trying. Yeah, and and it's so many comics that I talk to kind of tell that same story about clips, pandemic. All of a sudden, there's an audience for what I'm doing that wasn't there before because of it. But let me ask you this, then. What is the difference? Because you've done it uh, kind of both ways, in a way. You've done uh, The Tonight Show, sort of the old media, uh, versus yeah. what you've done on social media and stuff. Did you find What was the effect of being on The Tonight Show 
versus what social media has done for you? I think that from a actual, you know, everything sort of helps everything. I think work breeds work. I think that's very true. But I do think that the Tonight Show served more as just a nice bullet point mm. in my, on my resume. Yeah. It was he's he's been on Jimmy Fallon. Yeah, and I think people, you know, I think people go, oh, okay, let's, you know, yeah. I, I think I think there's sort of just doors open a little more for me. Um, as far as the actual, you know, uh, results. I do think that social media is probably more important ultimately because I think I don't think anybody's coming out from my tonight show set. Yeah. Maybe a few people. Okay. But 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 I think the mass majority of what I've been able to sort of get out crowd wise is all from TikTok and Instagram and all that stuff. So um so I, I you know they help in different ways. Um you know, to, to, you know tonight show you have to remember t- tonight show when I first started was still like the biggest thing mm-hmm. ever, right? 15 years yeah, ago, right. being on the tonight show made a huge difference in somebody's career. And it was still the type of thing where it probably was, wasn't going to launch you to superstardom at 15 years ago, but it was definitely, you know, yeah. it definitely could have had a killer tonight show set, which then led to a development deal and, and whatever one of the network that doesn't really happen anymore. Mm-hmm. So, so I just think it's changed. It meant a lot to me personally that I was on the show, but it's just, yeah, it's just evolved. The business has changed. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I'm learning that so much from doing this show and talking to people and, and uh, they're telling me, you know, a similar story to yours, but everybody's kind of got their own thing where it was like, you know, I just started doing it. And the next thing you know, all these people were, were, uh, were into it. And I really recommend, by the way, if you're listening uh, I, I'm not a TikTok guy, but I went through your Instagram and I was laughing my ass off at some of that stuff. Oh, thanks. Joe. Unbelievable. That, no, it was great. It was really great. You know, because crowd work is sort of a thing that you always hear when people go. And, and is that or is there a reason like describe to people like if when they come to see you on Sunday at the Comedy Castle, is it uh, 50, what's the percentage of crowd work versus what we would think of as traditional material in your act? I, I think I think I go through phases and I think it's show to show, but. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're probably going to get, if I had to guess, it's probably going to be somewhere around 50-50. Okay. Um, sometimes I skew a little more towards crowd work and, and it ends up being 60-40 or whatever. Yeah. And then other times I feel like I want to do a little more material depending on where I am. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm going through a breakup right now. So oh, a lot no. of it is like, a lot of it is like new stuff I'm thinking about and sort of reflecting on that and because I'm in the shit, you know, you know I'm wow. really, really 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 crawling through we've, shit right now we've but, got uh, a full bar at the comedy castle just, yeah. <laughs> i appreciate that <laughs> uh you won't after i leave um and and so so you know i i think i i think you know it, it's it's and crowd work you know and and i was certainly you know one of the one of the uh important people in i don't want to sound fucking cocky but but I, I, so I didn't like the word important. Yeah. So let me backtrack. But, but I was certainly, I think if you asked a lot of people in New York, most comics, I think most of them would say that I definitely led the, you know, we're one of the comics, few comics to lead the wave of crowd work clips on TikTok and, yeah. and Instagram. Obviously, Andrew Schultz did it, you know, on YouTube and stuff, mm-hmm. which really popularized it. But on that particular platform, the way I did it on TikTok or whatever, in that one minute format or less, I think. I was definitely, you know, I mean, I, you know, comics have, have continuously sort of like told me that. And, um, and, and now everybody's doing crowd work and, um, and a lot of people have, you know, surpassed my social media numbers doing stuff, similar yeah. stuff. 
I think, I think my, I am, you know, I was talking to a friend of mine the other day, my live show, I think is really where my strong suit is. Like, I, I don't think it's fully encapsulated in a one minute or two minute clip. Mm -hmm. I, I think, I think my live show, I do tons and tons of callbacks and I, I, uh, you know, I'll reference the other things that happen in people's names and situations or whatever. I mean, you saw my show, but yeah, yeah. I, I'm just saying for the listeners, but, um, but I, I do think that no matter how popular crowd work has gotten, I do think I have a very unique way of doing it and a way, way that's unique to me and a way that my fans really love. And so I'm not, you know, so I'm what I do, I do. And, uh, and I'm just going to keep doing it. Nice. Yeah, I, and, I mean, and, and write a new great hour. That's and it's funny goal. when when you talk about innovating and, and that kind of stuff, when you came in, uh, I just remember how much you were focusing on people recording your show and you had people that were there like to run cameras and stuff. And then those yep. people ended up on stage as guest spots and stuff. And I was like, man, this, this Eric guy's got a whole thing going on. And then when I see uh, the result of, of why you do what you do and how important that is, I get it now. And I didn't see that in anyone really before you. And that was only a year ago. So stuff's moving quick, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. For sure. Yeah. For sure. Um, and, uh, and yeah, I mean, you know, um, and some people have really, really blown up, but I'm, I'm, and I'm jealous, but, uh, but you know, I, you know, of the Matt Rifes and, you know, yeah, guys yeah, who have yeah. just sort of like done unbelievable things, which all the credit to him. I mean, he's yeah, a killer, sure, yeah. you know, it's just, it's just, you know, I, um, you know, I, I'm just going to keep pivoting and keep growing and, uh, and, and I'm, you know. I'm doing this for the rest of my life. So, uh, you know, that's it. He's so in we're it. just going to keep building it. Right. And then real quick, cause I know you got to get going. Um, the poster for the Detroit show is so funny on, on Instagram. Uh, I'm looking at that right now. It is so yeah, that's, great. Um, McKinley Cox. He, uh, he works with a lot of comics. He's yeah. just great work. He's, he really killed it for me. So it's, uh, uh, it's, he, you describe it for everybody. Oh, it's an Eminem. Uh, <laughs> like, uh, it's the, Mom's spaghetti, yeah. the old mom's spaghetti, uh, like a sort of an old, uh, an old play on, uh, on Eminem's, uh, Eminem's restaurant, um, <laughs> in like sort of medieval times. And it's, it's fucking hilarious. Yeah. Really it's really it. funny. I, and it's funny too, because I, I know you got to go, but I want to get a story. I saw him this weekend, Eminem. Oh, did he really? Where'd you see him? Well, it's funny. He jumped on stage and did two songs with Ed Sheeran. Are you serious? At the concert, yeah. Because and then I was wow. funny as I'm going through Instagram. I'm like, you know, I want to tell you that story about Eminem, and then I look, and there's you at the Ed Sheeran show on your Instagram. Oh my god, yeah, I went to the Ed Sheeran show with uh, my uh, with my ex girlfriend, and yeah. Uh, and yeah, it was a, uh, you know, I did it for her. That yeah, I can't <laughs> believe I uh, I can't believe I went to that Sheeran show and it didn't work out forever. I mean, no. that doesn't seem worth it at all now. But um, hey, I've been anyway. to two, I've been to two Ed Sheeran shows with my lady oh, because shit. she likes them. So I don't know. It's working for me so far. Let's not uh, <laughs> let's not say it's <laughs> all doomed. Good, baby. Well, listen, all good, baby. it was her birthday gift. And then when Eminem jumped on stage, like I can do no wrong. That was right your now. gift. That was yeah. a home run for me. I, I can't Hell do any yeah. better than that. I can't. That's best gift. Tell us about this docuseries you were telling me about, about your crowd work and how that's going, what, what that's all about. I went to the UK with a couple of my uh, comics who tour with me um, in December. We went to Edinburgh, Bristol, Newcastle, uh, London. And, uh, and we, we sort of had a cam, we had a camera crew 
document the entire trip, me dealing with fans after the show and fans who have come back, you know, now two years straight and, and my relationship with my, you know, girlfriend at the time and, uh, <laughs> and, and sort of just how, how road life is and, and, and what it means. And, um, and it was based off of the title, but enough about me, which was the title of, uh, of my crowd special that I put out, um, which I'm going to, I'm going to put out a new crowd special soon, but, uh, but it was a crowd special I put out, uh, during the pandemic, um, and, uh, filmed it in New York comedy club in New York, which is what my other home club, but, uh, but yeah, so so we're working on this docuseries now, and uh, and I'm excited to put it out. Nice. Well, we'll look forward to seeing that. And of course, we're looking forward to having you back at the club. It's a Sunday night, guys. Come on out. See Eric. Bring your homemade T-shirts. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get a picture of we'll get a picture of one of my fans with uh with my face on with me with your face on. Uh, I, I would be a nice family photo. I, I'd be honored if I saw that, Eric. Hey man, thanks uh, so much for talking to me. Check out Eric on TikTok, to uh Instagram. That stuff's so funny. I had a great time looking at that and and uh thanks for talking, man. Really nice talk. Hey, thanks, Joel. I'll see you I'll right. see you in a couple of Sundays. Sounds good, man. Eric Take Newman. Take care, buddy. Bye bye. Well Eric, uh, thanks for talking to me. Always fun, man. I could have talked to Eric a lot longer than that. But uh, sometimes these guys got stuff to do. But yeah, Eric's super cool. I mean, coming up in New York City, the comedy cellar, man, it's kind of a tough road to hoe. I guess it makes you a better comic, right? So catch him. That's July 30th for Eric. He's going to, maybe he'll be single. You can come to the club if you want to hang out with Eric. don't know i don't want to make the guy sound desperate he's a handsome guy he's talented super funny working all over the country you don't need my help but you can come see him you should that's sunday july 30th and like i said this week big week caleb aaron on wednesday nick mullen the rest of the week look up nick you know nick i should have mentioned this nick did a series <laughs> i'm cracking up just talking about it. nick mullen did a series of essays. He writes a lot of essays on his, his main uh, website that you can find there of mole.dog. But you can find these, uh, the, the uh, Nick, <laughs> who was it? I got to get the name right here. He wrote a series of essays as <laughs> Nicole Mullen. That's the name. I wanted to get that right. Nicole Mullen writing as a female and uh, really not politically incorrect. And outrageous. And that's what we're looking forward to this weekend. So come see Nick this weekend. Thanks again to Eric Newman. And uh, go check everything that Eric does. His, uh, like I said, there's clips from his last show at the Comedy Castle on his Instagram right now. So you should go check that out. And thanks, everybody, for listening. I'm excited. Hey, it's a big week for me. I'm back at the Comedy Castle. That's right. I am back. That's right. This weekend, I am back at the Comedy Castle. I'm excited to see all of your lovely faces, see all of you laughing. It's going to be a great time. Come to Mark Ridley's Comedy Castle this week. It's going to be a great time. Thanks to everybody for listening. As always, we'll catch you next time. Bye-bye. <laughs>